Find the place inside yourself where nothing is impossible by Deepak Chopra. Hi, I'm Barbara Britt, and you're listening to Brain Fuel. That quote is about my next guest speaker. When I read that quote today, immediately, Alice Gibbons popped up. This, this is about her. From the very first time I ever had the opportunity to meet her, work with her, strive forward with her, she sees farther, goes farther, dreams bigger. She never sees the impossible. Never. If something doesn't work and she goes around and if someone's having something, some type of a problem, Alice Givens makes sure that she reaches her people and she takes care of them and her business. Today she's going to tell you how she fuels her brain. Because if she wasn't fueling it, she would not be able to see in the future, see past it, and create what I call the Givens dynasty. At this moment, I'm going to give you Alan Giv- Alice Givens, and I want her to tell you all about how she fuels her brain. Alice? Thank you, Barbara, for the introduction. You are precious. Thank you. You're very inspiring, my friend. I feel all puffy now. <laughs> and you look puffy, too, so that's, that's wonderful. Puffy. puffy. Uh, how do I power my brain? Um, number one is God. I mean, I'm always, uh, I'm always praying for discernment. I don't necessarily pray for patience, but I get that sometimes. <laughs> um, I... I keep a great schedule. Um, I'm very disciplined in my schedule. Um, Like a lot of people, I I feel like I I may not have discipline in a lot of areas of my life, but this is one. Um, I do take care of my brain. I feed it regularly. Um, I do, um, like I listen to your show. (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) And and you drink your water, right? Uh, I always have my water. (laughs) Yes. Um, but I do, I do want to think about, um, I mean, I'm 55 years old and I want to always think about longevity and I always want to think about being a part of something bigger than me. And as I live my life today, I know that I am creating something that I'll probably never see the end of, but I feel that. And there's such a great passion about that. Um, when, when people say, well, you're self-made, um, you know, I did, I did drop out of high school, but there's millions of people that dropped out of high school. And so for a long time, I felt like maybe, you know, I couldn't go forward because I didn't get all of these things done. I didn't finish school. I didn't, you know, I didn't go a regular path that in the back of your mind, you feel that people went, uh, so I like to say when people have college conversations, like I, I really, I don't have those conversations because I, I just don't have any value there. I don't have any input because I don't have the story. However, comma, with my story, I always felt like maybe that I couldn't go further because I had stopped. Um, but that's not true. And then when your mentor and mine, Paul Martinelli, really showed me that I can start right where I stand. And there was so many times that 
I feel like I had wasted time and why start now? Why bother? Because, you know, it's getting over. And I mean, I thought that when I was 30 <laughs> and here I am 55. <laughs> so, so now, you know, it's like, sometimes I feel like my FOMO, you know, I've missed out on something, but that's so not true. Um, I think about powering my brain um, in ways of, I do a little exercise. Now I was going to save this for you to the end, but it's, it's really powerful for me. And I think it's a, it's a really a true, um, not really a best kept secret, but if you'll just try it, if you'll just try it, it will change the course of your life. But I do four things every single night. So I go through my day and I have issues just like everybody else does. I have 8,500 phone calls. I have to restructure things all the time. All of a sudden, this is important and it becomes number three because something else, there's another fire. But I do I do four things at night and um, I'm, I'm done. I'm getting ready to go to bed. I brush my teeth, not, you know, trying to tell all my personal business, but there's that. And I stand in front of the mirror <laughs> and it's very difficult to do. So you just have to kind of let yourself do it first. But I stand in front of the mirror and I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to sleep, right? I'm going to get in the bed. I'm going to say my prayers. And I look in the mirror and I tell me three things that I am proud of you for today. So three things. And it could be three. Um, it could just be, I'm so proud of you for eating right today. Not any qualifiers. Well, you know, you know, you could have heard of chocolate cake okay? and you didn't do that. No qualifiers. I'm proud of you today for eating healthy. Uh, I'm proud of you today for really keeping your schedule and not diverting. And then I tell myself three things that I forgive me for, which is not easy to do. Three things. I mean, if you could come up with a lot more than that, but three just keeps you in the mindset. And so if you said, um, like, for example, you know, I forgive you today for blowing your top, you know, you really, you know, again, no qualifiers, because I really want to do that, because I want to explain to me why this happened, which is, it doesn't matter. I forgive you. Okay, I forgive you for blowing your top today. And then I tell myself three things that I commit to me tomorrow. So I commit to you and I'm talking to me just like I'm talking to you. I commit to you that I'm going to be on my game tomorrow. I'm going to be well prepared for the meeting. I'm going to be well prepared to, you know, get this big client or something. And the last thing, which is for me for so many decades, I wish I would have known this when I was in high school. I love you. And that is it. And then you whisk off to bed. Now, I've done several things for me when I've done that. I still get a little emotional talking about it because it really is a powerful exercise just for brain fuel, for um, you've committed, you know, you've, you've looked at your work schedule. And so you've commended yourself for your work. You've done a great job today. Very proud of you. Um, you've also said, um, I forgive you. And we just kind of get rid of the yuck. Um, people like to say the elephant in the room. We just, we get through it. 
And then the third thing is I'm, I'm setting a tone for tomorrow. What I'm, I'm going to bed with, what I'm thinking about. I know I have the big meeting tomorrow, but it's going to be there. And it's going to be there whether I show up or not. <laughs> there, there's going to be a, but, you know, it's, it's going to happen, you know. Um, and I've committed to that. And then I just bundle it all up with I do love you. So self-care is brain fuel as well. And when we don't do that, I really feel like it's so easy to just go just to kind of a funky place and it's just not where I want to be. And so it's taken me probably about six years to learn all of that. And I still have a long way to go. So (laughs) got to work on my longevity there. (laughs) Well, Alice, I thank you for sharing that. Alice and I are together a lot and I have never heard her talk about this. I've heard little Mm -hmm. pieces, but you know what, Alice, this is something I'm going to steal from you and put it in my pocket. You are not steal what's been given. (laughs) And I'm going to use it. You know what I, because we've traveled together and because she has 13 stores, Mm -hmm. she's going to tell you about that in a little bit. I have been privileged to get to hear her actually talk to her staff, her employees, even her clients. And it can be something going down and Alice is trying to get to point A to B and this hits her. She is always, always allowing that other person to come to the the conclusion, to come to the, the way, how to fix it. She lets them go on that journey. She applauds them when they need to be applauded, and then she prompts them a little bit if they need that. I absolutely love that about her. I've seen her grow her team. I've never seen Alice get coached by anybody, and she's been coached by some of the top in the United Mm. States. She's been coached by the top, Dr. Sheely, you know, uh, Paul Martinelli. She has been coached by some of the top. She will turn around. And she will make sure that she's fueling the brains of everybody she works with because she gives Mm -hmm. them the opportunity to be coached as well. And I I love that, Alice. You tell, walk us through how when you, something comes up and you see a problem, how do you go about feeding your brain, fueling that brain so that you don't just stop dead and quit? I've never seen you stop dead on any problem. Mm. Never. In fact, guys, I want to tell you this about Alice. We'll answer the phone, and she her brain's going 400 miles an hour, and she'll say, ah, I found it. And she'll go, and, and now it's solved. And I'll go, okay, I didn't even know that was a problem. But now it's solved. She doesn't let the wall close on her or anybody she works with. What a, I mean, her family, her, work, her friends, her coworkers. No one. She doesn't do that. So tell us how you go about solving a challenge because there's not a problem for you. Mm-hmm. It's just a challenge. No, it is. And it and it's just that. Um, I think when we look at it as a problem, we we automatically see the defeat right there instead of the possibility. So when we can walk into a problem as like you call it an OTI, an opportunity <laughs> to improve this. I mean, it's beautiful. I love that. It's just little bitty things that if we can, if we can walk into it and say, it's, it's really not a problem. Um, one of the things um, I often 
have this little clicker in the back of my mind that is just, who is that for me? Who, who, who can I lean on like right now? Who is that person that I can, that I can go ask, you know, like, okay, I, I don't feel like it has to be up to me. I don't feel like it has to be up to me to fix things. It has to be up to me to walk through it with them because we're all in this together. Correct. And if, if the, if we all look at it as a problem, then, I mean, why don't we just say, Hey, call the competition, you know, because at some point in time, they would have the same problem as well. So if we all not attack, like we don't like to use those words. If we all jump in there and what is your best thinking to this opportunity? And it may not be an opportunity for us. Um, I'm trying to just think of what could be a, um, a great example. Um, we, uh, okay. Uh, when here in Louisiana, the great state, humid state of Louisiana, uh, when we get, we don't get snow, like we get ice and rain and freeze and slush and, you know, schools will close down and it's like all of a sudden I mean you have people that are planning on getting married and like it's up to us to get those flowers there now from a standpoint of like oh my goodness you know what do you do we don't just say oh well sorry we can't bring your flowers tomorrow we will call and have you know like look what is it we can do this is an act of God but we don't view it like that. Like we don't just, um, we don't just say like, I'm sure everybody's had something happen to them that has been deemed an act of God. And you're like, well, while I realize this, I might need a hug. Like it's bothering me. (laughs) Like you need to help me through this. And like an act of God could be a freeze or a, you know, anything that happens like that. But it's our job to get the flowers, get the flowers there. Well, we don't put people in harm's way, but we may say, hey, look, um, there there are times that people will come and get it. There are times that if they want to do that as a company, we don't do that. But I feel like that makes my people feel safe um, and we still get the the work done. Maybe that's a terrible example. No, because I've heard um, you and Sweet Boy. Get in the car. Sweet boy is Alice's husband, and he is a sweet boy, and she is his sweet girl. And they have gotten in the car, and they've gotten in the truck, and they go deliver. They go take care of business. And something she didn't tell you, she has a concierge program. Now, that concierge program was developed out of that concierge program was developed out of a need. There was mm-hmm. something that happened. Well, let me tell yeah. you what. One of the best things I've ever seen a florist company do. So tell us about that, Alice. How did you get to there to solve all the problems? She solves all my problems because I just call up Robin, <laughs> and Robin takes care of me. Robin is perfect. Robin is perfect. Yes, yes. And then I'll tell you about my problem. Um, that's it. That, cause that's a great story. Um, so the concierge came to being, um, through a, a lot with Paul Martinelli. I mean, just being able to talk to him and saying, here's how we could collaborate. Like he, he does tons of lessons on collaborations. 
uh, you collaborate across, you partner up. And I, I, it's always stuck with me. Um, in the collaborative effort, I have many friends who call me and say, hey, can I get a floral arrangement? Can I get this? Can I get that? And I'm like, we are wholesale. So we don't, not all of our locations do arrangements. There are a few exceptions, but um, for the most part, no, we are, we are wholesale and we solicit the retail business. So we just started partnering with flower shops and the flower shops would take the order and, and they go forward with it. Um, we send you a picture if they'll send it to us. Sometimes they won't. It just like during COVID, it was weird. And, you know, I think that's a, another beautiful story to add to the concierge that, you know, Barbara Britt is going to fr- send her friend Cynthia some flowers and she calls the concierge or logs on and just places the order either way. You can talk to a person or you can place it online and she wants to send the flowers. Here's the card. Here's everything. And then we get right back to her with here. Here here is what you sent her, because there's always that little question of, gosh, I wonder what it looked like. Like, I'd like to see what I got you. Um, That's what I tell my grandkids. You know, I give them 50 bucks for their birthday. I'm like, "Um, can you send me a picture of what I bought you? So I'll know. And, you know, (laughs) but it's really a beautiful thing that would just tie the bow on the package to be able to have that. It's just that finishing touch. And that is part of concierge. It's, it's taking care of something that you don't have the time to take care of and doing it just as good as you would. Yeah. And as I'm telling you what, it has taken off. In fact, now when I have friends that call and they go, you know Alice, so I need flowers. And I'll go, you're right, but I know someone even better than Alice for flowers right at the moment. Right. And that's, that's I know her concierge. I know Robin. Right. So here's that's Robin's right. number. and here's So what she has done, again, with Brain mm-hmm. Fuel, she has empowered someone else to take another facet of her business mm-hmm. and branch out and flourish in that area okay Mm -hmm. so that she can go on and keep on going so that's what when you do brain fuel it's not only about how you're doing yourself your brain but it's how you're affording other people that opportunity and that's what alice is all about alice tell us about your two adventures and then we're going to have to sign off but alice is going to be a regular with us whether she knows or not i'm just gonna (laughs) because she's my friend and she's a friend I, I call traveling with. And I don't mean necessarily getting in the car, even though we do that. We get on planes, we get in cars, we, we do everything we can. Okay. But she's a friend that I travel with in life mm-hmm. because we have the same, we have similar values. We value people and we want people to be able to count on us. So mm-hmm. I want you to just tell us a little bit about how you developed your two programs and how they can get to you and we'll put a Mm -hmm. link on there and i want to say right now before we sign off because i want you to have the last words alice gibbons you guys is a true treasure so listen to what she tells you ninth grade education she went to work and the lady said Mm -hmm. you can sink or swim alice gibbons (laughs) decided to swim even though she didn't know how that Mm -hmm. is adding fuel to your brain so go ahead, Alice, bring us in. So true. Yep. So I started at Carlstead's as a driver. I, uh, the reason was I needed a job. <laughs> and um, 
within probably um, six months or so, I moved into the sales program and I just, I just had a ball. Um, I called it my little emergency room because, you know, sometimes we would need like in a, in a, in an emergency room, you need sometimes a band aid and sometimes you need a tourniquet. And for us, it was like, you know, sometimes they just need like a couple of supplies or something like that. And then other times, like they would, you know, there would just be this massive, you know, funeral or like super party or whatever. And like, we need all this stuff. And so I made it my, my goal every morning, as soon as I walked in, I would go in and see everything I had so that I was very articulate when I answered the phone. I knew exactly what I had. I knew how many bunches I had. And it made it made the difference for me in sales because we were already connecting rather than hold on a second, let me check. So within a couple of years, I um I was manager and then I managed the Monroe location until Gosh, I moved to Georgia. I got a, um, I got an offer to buy the company, and um, that was in 2000. And we started talking about it in 2010, but we actually purchased it in 2012. And it was me and a partner. His name's John Cross. He's he's a precious lamb, and uh, he's he has since retired. So, um, but this year in October will be 10 years, like a whole decade. And the company started out in 1926. So we're almost a hundred. So I'm excited about that adventure, you know, that adventure. And, um, and then we just in 19, uh, no, around 2000, 2001, um, my brother somewhere around there graduated at um, NLU, which is now ULM. And um, he was in computer IT. And I was like, you know, I'm like, people like to like click and point and put in their credit card and do some like, can we do some things? And hence, Flower General was created. And so now this baby's about 20 years old and we sell um, box lots of flowers all over the world. We collaborate with wholesalers all over the world. And just the last I'd say two years concierge was born and uh, no, I think it was before COVID because it really took off during COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, just because, you know, you wanted to send people something if you couldn't put your eyes on them. So what you guys just listening to her, did, did you see a train of thought? Alice, her brother graduated in computers and immediately she started seeing what was possible. And mm -hmm. he's now in business with her. And I mean, I love it because they're always going, I'm going to his house. He's going, my, he's doing this. He's doing that. And he's good at this. And he takes that over now. And I do this. When I walked in, I've got been able to go to two of her stores. I've been so lucky. And what I love is this, is they all pull together. Just like you see Alice, someone can come in and have an emergency. Someone can, can do this. She had a gentleman that walked back after having a heart talk, a heart, a heart attack. And, that, and, and, yeah. and all that. And when he walked in, they said, boy, we sure have missed you. We need you. And he was mm -hmm. still a little bit shaky. I turned around in five minutes and he was over there creating because he is a creator. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. And he was creating. And all of a sudden, the, he, was, he was frightened at first. He was, he was nervous. I saw him relax and he started creating and doing beautiful things. He's back mm -hmm. at work. He's where he needed to be and he wanted to be. 
That's what Alice does, and that's the brain fuel that she does. And so she'll be on with us again. So, you know, give her a hand, give her a clap wherever you're at. I believe in that, even if I'm by myself, but I'm not. So I'm going to give you a clap. to it. <laughs> so thank you, Alice, for joining us today. And remember this. Remember, this is Alice's quote. Yeah, Deepak Chopra. He said it, but really it's Alice's quote. Find the place inside yourself where nothing is impossible because she reaches out and she moves up. So thank you, Alice, for joining us today. You have really blessed our program. This production is brought to you by Kingdom Over Castles, tearing down the walls of separation through the arts. How do you go about, like, some people will see a problem and they stop, Alice. That's not you. You see a problem. In fact, you know, one, one day, one cold day, I get, we're talking to Alice, and we're one of those crazy people that talk like 4.30 in the morning. We send, Alice sends me memes to make me laugh and make me happy, and I count on that. But we just exchange stuff. She gets on and she starts telling me about a problem that she has. Now, this is how I want you to see her mind works and how how she feeds other people and allows them to be a creative force. And this is stories surrounding her and Sweet Boy. So Alice, take it away and kind of go with us about a Valentine's Day uh, story. Oh my goodness. So this Valentine's Day 2022, um, I had had a little surgical procedure. And so I was home. Okay. And it was Valentine's day and I get a call from, uh, Michael in Monroe and he tells me, he said, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, what? And he said, someone stole all of the catalytic. I hope I'm saying that right. Converters off the van. And I was like, you're kidding me. He said, no. And it was, uh, Valentine's this year was a Monday. So obviously it happened over the weekend. And, um, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And so I thought, OK, you know, they had tons of deliveries and there is no rentals. I mean, if you're in the floral business, do not you, you can't rent a vehicle during this time of year because everybody already has them because of the multitude of deliveries. And so I said, oh, my goodness. I said, well, you know, I'm not supposed to pick up anything. but I think I can drive. And so I was like, sweet boy, we could take in my car or we could just go in your truck i could drive and like you could take in the deliveries and so then you know some of the people at the building we already had like we've got probably 10 employees there at the store so we had a couple of those that could go to get, could go but we couldn't leave the store you know empty-handed and so we loaded up we came from chatham Louisiana. And I thought, you know, if he would just follow me, I could take my car and we, that would be two loads. So he could have a load, I could have a load. And then he would just follow me and then he could, um, he could take all the deliveries in. So he ended up driving. We came over here together. We loaded the truck up and we went together to make those deliveries on Valentine's because the show can, I mean, it's not February the 15th. It's February the 14th. So being on time matters. And it just, everybody just pulled together and, and did it. And we got the vans fixed and it was all fine. But, you know, had you just stopped 
or you just had to call and say, I'm sorry, our vans are broken. Somebody stole them. What shall we do? The end, the customer doesn't, I don't want to say they don't care, but it's not their concern. It's your concern. It's your responsibility. You took the order. You uh, procured everything. It's your job to deliver it. So it was really, it was kind of fun. We laughed about it when it was over. But while it was going on, it's intense because they're waiting on their product. And then we had to come all the way from, we live probably about an hour away. And so we had to come and anyway, but everybody was so, you know, they were, they were so sweet about everything and we laughed about it you know when you make deliveries and you show up with like donuts and stuff that always makes the day too so (laughs) nobody can be mad (laughs) did i tell you she has she feeds the brain that was probably one of her best valentine days ever it didn't it didn't meet around her receiving Mm -hmm. anything but when she got to give and give back and when those people ordered from her and they saw Alice behind the wheel sweet boy out there running those and he's got such a wonderful personality anyway so he's sweet (laughs) as a sweet person and he's delivering those flowers let me tell you what she didn't lose one customer but she probably gained at least 20 and that's what Mm -hmm. you do when you feed that brain you take care of it that's what you do when you're Alice Givens thank you Alice for joining us today once again awesome Thank you so much.